What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the last episode of The Last Resort. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I'd recommit to her each and every day if I could. It's the one <laughs> and only oh. Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And all and same <laughs> here Especially this week, because as we told you guys, it's our wedding anniversary. Mm. And some of you said thank you. I need to respond to you. I need to get back get back to you guys. No, you guys did not say thank you. You, oh, you, you said, said happy anniversary. Yeah. We said thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes, you, you are welcome. Yeah, it is. This is uh, the week of love. We, we went from celebrating our love as Angela and Michael. <laughs> to, to now actually celebrating their love. Yeah. And, and eventually we'll get around to celebrating our love, although we celebrate our love each and every day. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna we're gonna pull the curtain a little bit, right? Pull it all the way off. Pull it all the way off. Pull the shower curtain down like it's psycho, Teresa. Ooh, well, obviously you guys can tell that we are recording this after our Halloween special, right? Yes. So it is Tuesday night. Yes. It is Halloween. Yes. And this is what we're doing. So Watching this, I literally looked at John. I'm like, oh my gosh, here I am in 40 years, <laughs> and I saw myself in Angela. Don't so, you dare. Lesson learned. I just need to keep no. hydrating. Did I just you? need to keep hydrating. Yeah, mixing a water once in a while. She's like, she like really she is. needs to drink water. She's so dry that it hurts my eyes. Yeah, I'm glad you guys appreciated the the costume. A lot of love. We spent $22 on it. Yes, and we will not, as I said on the on the Patreon episode, we will not tell you what we had in our closet and what we did not. That pulls the curtain way too far back. But yeah, it was a down and dirty costume. And that's just me talking about Angela. But yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of fun with it. We did a Patreon episode dressed as Angela. And <laughs> we talked a little bit about that. But then we talked about Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's psycho yeah and it was so good i really enjoyed it yeah i don't know if our discussion of psycho was good but the movie was good we'd never seen it before so yeah the movie was great i learned that if i ever get bigger boobs probably not as big as the ones i had <laughs> as angela because i couldn't even hold my mic i could barely drink my beer you were pretty immobile yes, yes. every single time i fixed cigarette fell out of my ear on the floor it was a hustle to pick it up. It was a hustle. <laughs> but thank you guys for the love. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Made it all worth it. Yes. So, thank you for that. But okay, that was the Patreon. That was our cast. And we're here to talk about the real deal, the real Angela and Michael. The real deal seal. And all the other couples <laughs> that checked in and are now checking out of the last resort. Yes. Um, biggest disappointment of the season. I guess I was wrong because I had predicted something that did not come true. What? No Dallas. Oh, ooh, that's right. There, well, there, there were a couple empty seats in the back row of <laughs> the recommitment ceremony. I don't know if Dallas was supposed to show up, but yeah, no Dallas. Well, I think we heard the rumors on social media that he will make an appearance. Really? Yeah, but I think it was all like, obviously it wasn't true. He did make an appearance behind the screen. Like oh, yeah. He Went to Florida. Under the sheets. Under the sheets and behind the scenes. I'm curious if he's going to, let's say they are a real couple. They will make it. Is he going to ride the fame train or is he going to kind of be like, hey, Kalani, like, I'm not here for that shit. Although we love this shit. I'm just want to stay in the background. Like, don't really show me or mention me. Like, I love you, but that's about it. Yeah. Do you do a season of the single life with him? Or are they too far down even the path that it wouldn't feel right for them to start dating on TV? They can. Like, what I loved about the single life was when people tried to date. Like, when Daniel went on that cruise with the ladies. Like, Natalie. Yeah, that was fun. Like, if you're already in it and you're dating someone you're dating, I'm like, well, you're not that single. You're trying to date someone you've been dating for a while. That was Small Ed and Liz. Weren't they on the single life? Yeah, and do yeah. we love them or what? Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I honestly, watching his, I just want to hit him on the head with that big inflatable thing. Uh, you know that game? like doo -doo 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 -doo. Big inflatable thing. Isn't it like the thing? An that Angela, Angela's Kama Sutra partner? 
It's the only big inflatable thing I know. No, like that game when things are popping out of the holes, you have to hit them on the head. Yeah, I don't think it's an inflatable thing. No? I no, thought it was whack, inflatable. Whack-a-mole? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So what do you use? It's like a little mallet. But oh. I don't think it's inflatable. Whatever it is, that's what I want to do with small ads. Yeah, you're not and alone. And Liz, Liz. Oh, don't even. Whoa. Whew, don't Liz, get me. I need. I want to throw some cold, cold water in her face and be like, girl, you got to run out of Arkansas. Yeah, here's Go back to California. Live your best life. Leave Smollett behind because we saw you before Smollett and you looked much happier. Yeah, here's my power couple name for them. Smollett, big mistake. Liz's big mistake because she keeps <laughs> ma- she's made the mistake 13 times and counting. That's honestly, okay, let's even forget. Let's, let's forget he's an asshole. Let's forget that she looks unhappy and sad and unhealthy all the time that she's with him like she's pale like she lost all her all her color it's the fact that they broke up 13 times it's unbelievable Four, <laughs> 14th is times the charm there is haven't you ever heard that old saying if someone told me yeah we broke up two times but we're back together i would be like what am i on oh my gosh what am i on like get out of oh just just don't 13 times. I don't even think I'll give you one time. If you break up once, there's a reason you broke up. Oh, I always say that. You finally agree with me? I, I'm always the one who's like, you don't you don't go back to someone you broke up with. I don't think I've ever taken the other side. Well, you said there might there might be a reason. Hmm. Like if you sure, break up because always, you always say, Oh, if we break up because maybe one person moves away or so. Like Oh yeah, yeah, but that's different. That's well, I, yes and no, like I don't believe in breakups. Like you break up, you move on. Okay. Because those issues will come back. If you get back together, it will resurface. Break it up, will no resurface makeup. be like, oh, what have you done when we weren't together? Oh, you slept with 15 women. Like, there's going to be all these things that will come back and haunt you and eventually you'll break up again. Okay. All right. I, I can see that. So, all right. We'll talk. 13 times. <laughs> I, I just cannot get over it. A baker's dozen. <laughs> we will talk about all that and more real quick before we do. You guys know we're on Patreon. You know we're on Supercast. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Other Way. It's quite this season. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, if you want Halloween bonus specials, if you want upcoming holiday specials, get on the Patreon, get on the Supercast. Not to persuade you one way or the other because there is a Cousins Club and Family Affair level on both. But the Patreon has this cool new feature, this chat room. Yes. Shout out to 1990s AOL, Alone at Home. And we're firing that thing up. We're chatting with all of our patron friends. And so if you want to get in on that chat, come over to the Patreon side of things. Yes, absolutely, guys. We love it. We're there. We may or may not be in costumes for the (laughs) other holidays that are coming up. Very true. Gotta stay tuned. Very true. Also, you can chat with us on Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. We post memes. We post ourselves in our Halloween costume. <laughs> and we chat with you guys. So come on over to the Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. It's a good time over there as well. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Because we got some things cooking. We got some things coming up. Married at First Sight is back. And it will be dropping Sometime this week, we got to figure that out. But if you're following, if you're subscribed, it'll come right to your device as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it's this hot is Yara's recommitment shoes because those were awesome and I want to know where she got them from. Oh, huh. says They're a lot like about these, me. Like, really like chunky heels, which I love. Yeah, I didn't notice them. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Um, so smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left us, left us a review, excuse me, please do. And a couple of reasons. One, it makes us feel good. It's the wind in our sails. And two, it can make you your feet feel good. Woo! Right? Right? Very you nice. see what I did? Yeah. Uh-huh. Guys, if you leave us a review, screenshot it, message it to us on Instagram, we are doing a giveaway with one of our partners, one of our sponsors, Babyfoot. Yes. We love Babyfoot. I love my feet after using Babyfoot. And Same you guys here. were giving away three free foot peels to listeners who leave us a review and send it to us so that we know that you did it. Yeah. You guys can also listen to the ad and we'll share a little more deets 
And yeah, please do that because we want to give it away to the three lucky winners. Actually, I don't know if I do. I kind of want to keep using it myself. But all right, we we said we'd give it away. We'll give it away. Well, besides the giveaway, you can get 20% off. Oh, very so. true. Listen to the ad, Babyfoot. We love it. We think you guys will love it. So check yes. it out. Lo- we love the peel. All right. Let's do it. The reason we're here, 90 Day, the last resort, the last episode <gasps> of the first season it's episode 12. It's the season finale. It's the recommitment ceremony. And whew, it it got me in the feels. Michael, are you going to kiss my coochie or what? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> how do even, you spell coochie? Is it C-U-C-H-I? Uh, you know what? That's something you never need to learn how to spell. So uh, have no fear. You'll never need to write that in your day-to-day. So how do you spell it? C-U-C-H-I? How I spell it. I don't know if it's in the Webster Dictionary, but how I spell it. <laughs> C-O-O-C-H-I-E. Coochie. Oh, I spell it C-U-C-H-I. Coochie. Now use it in a sentence, Teresa. Um, Angela wants Michael to kiss her coochie. Woo! <laughs> I did not take that note. Um, okay. Yes, it's, it's the last episode. The season started with five couples. And we're basically down to three couples. Yeah. Before the recommitment. Sir. Mo- Molly and Kelly tapped out early. And Kalani and Asuelo didn't even make it to the ceremony before Kalani said, I want a divorce. Well, here's what I'm happy about it. Because if it was all lovey-dovey, I'll be like, okay, you all have so many issues. Like, someone needs to fail. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. It definitely provided. This season definitely delivered. It was yeah. drama from front to back. I wish Colt made it. I feel bad what happened to him. That just sucks. But I would love to see them on. Honestly. I don't think we don't we won't see them ever again because Vanessa has a thing with TLC now. So I think this season would have been off the douche meter if both Colt and Small Ed were on our screens. But so they I'm, would like hit each other. It would I be know, great. But it'd be too much. I guess. I'm kinda glad. I, I guess. Small Ed was all I could stomach. I don't think I could stomach that and a side of Colt. Yeah, I think you're right. They both, both of them got very cocky being on the show. Like, That's remember it. when we first met Colt when he forgot to bring flowers for Larissa? Never forget. He was such, a, such an innocent guy living with Debbie. Such a nice guy. He turned into such a cocky monster in a way. And again, I feel bad for his injuries, guys. Sending lots of love. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. And same, small ad, yeah, he, he kind of started a little, like, we kind of felt bad for him, but then he showed us his true colors, oh, and yeah. it just went downhill from there. And I'm like, oh, these two, what happened to you guys? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, fame. Because then you see someone beautiful, as beautiful as Yara, who could be cocky, but she's just the most normal person. She's a mom. She gets real. She gets emotional. Yeah. And she shares. And I'm like, and you know what? What's happening? <laughs> what's happening? That's why people love her. Oh yeah. Because I sure. think it'd be so easy to hate her. Oh because yeah. Because you look at her. Oh, she's got it all. She's so beautiful. She's fit. She's young. Right. She doesn't work. But she's. Well, vul- she works. She does. Okay. In quotes. But well, she first of all, she's a mom. Well, Let's I'm just acknowledge talking, all the moms. Therese, I'm not talking about that full-time job. But she, I think she sells her clothes or something. Exactly. Like, exactly. Well, if you, listen, if I could make money off of that, I would. So but let me good get for back, her. But let me get back to my point. She's got uh, everything going for her, but she stays authentic. She stays vulnerable. She's got a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And, and so people eat her up. Like, they love her. And I do, too. There's nothing to hate about her. And that's the difference is like she doesn't get cocky. She stays vulnerable. She stays honest. Small Ed doesn't. Colt doesn't. Yeah. That's the that's Oh, the for difference. sure. Like she is being herself. She always has. And I like it. Yes. So, okay. It's the final group session. Yes. No couple is in a good position going into recommitment day. Yes. Yeah, so we see all experts. Jenny, I mean, Petey, <laughs> Janie, and Dr. Jason. I almost wonder, like, what was the tactic, therapists? Like, what what was your game plan here? Break down the couples so that you could build them back up? Because everyone's really teetering on divorce at this point. So the therapists didn't really do a great job these past two weeks if well, they're all up in the air whether or not they're going to say yes or no. Well, I think they did a good job, but then they let them drink. 
And every single time they got drunk, something happened. Yeah, as it tends to do. Yeah, so... Yeah. Okay. So first, they they basically go around the table and they start with small Ed and Liz. How was your day? Well, <laughs> the boat ride did not go too well. We went on a sunset boat ride. It didn't go well. Jovi and I had some beef. And Liz says, "Well, I didn't feel like a priority." Jovi did. It's like Jovi is <sighs> small. I like Jovi was about to throw small Ed off the boat. Yeah, I I didn't really see where Liz was coming from. At this point, you don't always have to be the center of attention, Liz. That's Small Ed's job. Like, if it's between, if there's beef between Jovi and Small Ed, let it be between them. Yeah, but Small Ed is being Small Ed. I think she was trying to take his side, but at the same time, he was just too much when he was making comments about Myla that Yara got pissed off. Like, I think Liz was just like, just shut up. Like, enough is enough. Like, I want to stand by you, but... You say total shit. And he got mad at her for like, oh, like I can take care of myself. I don't need someone to stepping up for me. I'm the man. Well, we got into it last week and I'll, I'll restate my point is, yeah, it's a little emasculating for whether a woman steps in, a man steps in, whoever. It's a little emasculating. Everyone wants to feel like they can handle themselves. And then you add into the fact that, yes, he is small Ed, and so there's that going on. True. I see why he got upset. I was just going to say, if someone was saying something to you, I would step in. If someone was saying something to me, you would step in too. Like, maybe you would give me a minute to say my piece. I would give you a minute. But then you are my favorite person in the world. I would definitely step in. I'm not saying I would push you aside and be like, I'll fight John's battles. Yeah. But I would be there for you. Same same with you. And I think that's what Liz was trying to do. Just small ad just didn't translated well he's like yeah like i can i can speak for myself yeah so small ed basically sums it up and says we're not in a good place we'll need ongoing therapy there's a lot to work on and dr Petey sees this as a win like even that small ed is aware that he needs to work on things is a win well that is a win because he wasn't aware before but classic small ed he says i can't believe today ruined all the work i have done (laughs) I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, we. What a moron. Like, so he self-centered. Is, he's so self-centered. Work on that. Like, before he can work on himself in a couple, he needs one-on-one therapy. Work yeah. on small ed before you can work on small ed and big mistake. Yeah. And he says, he's like, I'm leaving this village as a changed person with a lot to work on. Yeah. I mean, he still lives in his past life regression. What village? Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I think he that does. was that was the highlight for him. What guild? What guild is he living in? Um, okay, Angela and Michael then. So Michael starts and he's like, as of today, things are going well. I appreciate my wife, everything she's done. I love her and I miss her. And Angela is like, I'm so happy that Michael did not go with the guys to the strip club. <laughs> well, here's here's the real issue that Angela needs to work on. She starts off that sentence by saying, I hate to say this because his head might get big, but he's been good. He's been a good guy. Why do you hate to say that? Why do you hate to compliment your your husband, your fiance, whatever he is? That's a huge problem. You should be showering your partner with compliments when you can. And the fact that she's like, I hate to say this. He might get a big head. It's like, that's an issue. A big issue. You should be proud of him when you can be proud of him and let him know that. Absolutely. That, that will encourage more positive behavior from him. Absolutely. So, yes, she's also, what, proud that he didn't go to a strip club via video chat? It doesn't make any sense. Am I right? Yeah. Um, Jovi and Yara. Yes. Yara's like, ah, uh, well, Jovi, I, I don't want to talk about it. You, you, you tell the story. And yeah. Jovi's like, you tell the story. And she's like, you tell the story. So I feel for her because she really does not want to relive this. Because, like, you can, you feel the way she feels. Like, she lets it out. Like, she doesn't play cool. Yeah. She's just, that's why I love this, because she gets very real. It's like she doesn't play a persona. She doesn't play, oh, I'm hurt, or oh, I don't care. She just gets real. She lets herself get vulnerable. Yeah, she's not an actor. And I really think there's some deep-seated issues here because I don't think Jovi 
texting this one stripper one time would elicit this reaction. This seems to be a reoccurring thing. And you see that it's taken a toll on her and she really gets upset and she's crying. And here's my other issue with this whole group therapy thing. I don't think this is the right setting for this. Like she's really experiencing some feelings here and going through some shit that needs to be addressed. You don't need 10 people sitting around her while she's crying going, yeah, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. My husband's texting that like this should be a one-on-one behind closed doors thing. I agree. Even if it's on TV, that's whatever you can separate the fact that there's cameras, I think, on you. But when there's a semicircle around you and you're sharing this, it's got to be hard. I agree. But at the same time, you're not part of a semicircle of perfect couples with no problems. You're part of a circle with True. people who go through the similar or worse things. So sharing that is almost like you learn from others and others can maybe learn from you. And you don't feel alone, maybe. Yeah. yeah there's comfort in that. Like if Honestly, if this was like a, a conference that is like 1,500 of them, yeah. sure. But this is still like semi-private. Yeah. And they get to kind of know each other and they get to bond a little bit. Like Yara and Angela are besties now. So, so okay. Kalani and Asuelu. The therapists start by acknowledging, hey, we had an earlier session with them and you guys can share what you feel like you're ready to share. And this was this was heartbreaking. This was really sad. Kalani says, we're both heartbroken. We haven't fully processed everything. And Angela's like, well, would you wait, process what? What's going on? And Kalani puts it out there. Today, Asuelu and I figured out that we're not going to be together anymore. We're just going to co-parent our kids. And people are surprised. It's like, are you? How are you really? Well, wouldn't you be surprised? The guy's cheated on his wife 12 times. It's like now, now she's finally divorcing him. Like, yes, I would be surprised that you're not going to continue to let this pattern mm. of behavior go on. True. Well, why, why is today different than all other days? Because she met someone else who yeah. doesn't treat her like shit. This was the most authentic I've ever seen Small Ed. Yeah. And it made me feel like. If he was just like this more often, he could actually be somewhat likable because Asuelu's sitting there, can't even get a word out. He's so distraught. He's heartbroken. He's you in disbelief. You mean tanning this whole time? He tanned during the recommitment ceremony. This was, oh! night, this was nighttime. <laughs> yes, this I was forgot. nighttime. I'm just, I just pictured him. He almost rolled over on his stomach during the recommitment <laughs> ceremony to tan his back. Yeah, no, this is at night. You're right. But, but Asuelu's just... Sitting there kind of stunned, can't even get a word out. And small Ed starts to get emotional and is saying, you know, I've been in that position, a dad going through a divorce, but your kids can be your strength. Things will get better. I'm like, this is authentic. Small Ed being vulnerable. This is what we need to see more of. Yeah. I don't think he let that side out too often. For whatever reason, he thinks him being funny and an asshole-ish is a better portrayal of himself. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He, he got real for a hot second. He's immature. And then out come the note cards, which I'm like, <laughs> did a PA run to like the production trailer or something and just like throw together a couple note cards? It made no sense. They seemed so shoddy. There was no branding. It was just like, here's some note cards from Staples to jot down your feelings on. Like... Write it on your cell phone at that point. Well, yeah, but I think it's also, if someone tells you, hey, write it down on your cell phone, like do it, you may or may not do it. If someone gives you something physical as a reminder, you will do it. That's a good point. It becomes a little more real. Yeah, That's for a good sure. Point. So, yeah, they were supposed to write down what they're going to recommit to on yes. those cards. So next morning... As I said, I didn't think that group therapy session was the place for Yara to have this discussion about her feelings in the strip club and the stripper. So I think Dr. Petey also felt the same way. She goes and pays Yara a little one-on-one visit. Yeah, and this was very interesting to me because what Yara was saying, I can relate to a little bit. Not not fully, but let me, let me, let me discuss. So Please. they're chatting on the balcony, right, one-on-one, and Yara says, and you crying? Especially women, everybody has to be perfect, smart, beautiful, especially women. And if you're not, you're being shamed. Not like this in check necessarily. But then she says, 
your mom often says, oh, you're wearing this. Are you going to be ashamed? Mm. You're doing this. Are you going to be ashamed? Oh, I've heard something and so- someone said something. Oh, it's shameful. That's check too. And it's like, I often heard like, my mom saying, oh, or grandma, usually my grandma, my mom is a little more chilled when it comes to these things. Like she, she doesn't judge. Like she has her own thing going on, right? My grandma, I've heard it so many times. Like, oh, what are you wearing? Aren't you going to be ashamed? People are going to be talking about you. Look at those holes in your jeans and you're showing your belly. And aren't you, are you going to be ashamed? And telling my mom the same thing, like, oh, you're letting Teresa go out like this. Aren't you gonna be ashamed? People are gonna be talking about it. Like that's so old school Czech. Like so grandma, all the grandmas in Czech are like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel you, Yara. I'm I'm happy my mom's never been this way. But my grandma, oh hell yeah. I think that's a lot of grandmas. It's it was definitely my mom's mom, not so much my dad's mom, but absolutely. And I think she thought it was coming from a good place. Your dad's mom was a was a sassy fashionista. I loved she a- her. Absolutely was, but I don't, maybe behind closed doors or behind backs, she passed judgment or said things like that. But my mom's mom for sure would be like, "What? What is Jonathan doing? Why is it?" And it was coming from a good place though, where I think she thought she was looking out for me, but didn't realize like, "Hey." Nana, times change. People are different. I'm going to do what I want to do. Would she like me? Oh, yeah. Teresa, who wouldn't like you? Oh, thank you. I mean. Have you met one family member of mine that doesn't like you? No, they all love me. But it's (laughs) it's because I love you. I'm not an asshole. Like if I was small at ish. Yeah. They would. No one would like me. Yeah. No, you fit right into the fam. Um, Thank you. You. Do too. My grandma loves you so much. She loves you so much that she talks to you all the time, even though you don't understand. You don't understand. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Petey and Yara are having this conversation. And the too long didn't read is don't worry about what other people think. That's basically the advice that Dr. Petey gives in some long-winded way. Is like, okay, well, your mom's saying this. What would you say? And Yara would say, well, I like what I'm wearing. Petey's like, cool. I'm like, all right. So it's basically... Don't pay any mind to what other people say and just you do you. It's true. But if this is how you were raised, it's hard to look the other way. Like it's possible, but it's hard. Like I, I have a few things too that come with from my background, from my childhood that are just hard to overcome, including my mom and her living in the past and keeps reminding me of that. And, it made me feel a certain way literally until this past visit. Hmm. And I had a conversation with my mom about it. And I think we got better. It's the thing that my mom literally lives in the past and keeps reminding me of things that we did. And I'm like, you can't live in the past. Like, I'm not 23 anymore. I don't love sweets. Give me French fries if you want to. She kept talking about how we used to share a muffin at Starbucks, and now <laughs> I'm sure I, you did. I'm sure you did it once, literally, yeah, literally. And now she's like, now you don't even want to share a muffin. I'm like, because I don't like muffins, dude. Sh- give me a plate of French fries. I'll share with you chips, guacamole. I love s- savory things, and she just doesn't. She wasn't getting it until literally this visit. I told her, I'm like. You see this, like you see that we enjoy ourselves. We it's not like I'm not on a diet or I'm not being an asshole to you. I just don't like muffins. But you clearly see that's not a you thing. That's a her thing. Like, it is, but it was affecting me because I'm like, I don't want to be an asshole. But every single time she said something like this to me, I felt guilty for oh my gosh, like I probably should go and share that stupid muffin with her, even though that's not something I want to do. And it's silly. As this sounds, at the same time, it's important because that's how she was feeling. She felt like, oh, I don't want to do something with her that we did in the past. Well, she felt like she was losing her daughter, I think. You moved away and she's trying to hold on to a past where you guys may have been closer. We shared the muffin in New York. Okay, but how many (laughs) years ago? Before you, exactly. BJ. So <laughs> I'll do that later. But so she probably thought, yeah, we're going to share a muffin here in New York. And then she's going to move back to check and we'll share another muffin there. She's holding on to a time where she probably felt closer to you, again, in proximity, but also emotionally. 
it, you've been here in America for years and you haven't had those muffin moments. And <laughs> she she longs for those days. Or she's just a snacker who wants True. someone to snack with. <laughs> she doesn't want to feel guilty. <laughs> I love you, mom. I love you. I'm obviously slightly joking, slightly not, but I, I feel it. We all have something in our past. We all have moms and whether they judge us because of the way we look or dress or not or sharing or not sharing muffins. Like, I get it. We all have muffin moments. Exactly. So well let, said. let's cut to Liz packing up. We learned she slept separately from Small Ed the night before. She slept in the living room. Why doesn't Small Ed sleep on the couch? Thank you. You'd probably fit much nicely, more nice on the sofa than she. Oh, give, yeah. Give your lady the bed. Right? Yeah, I think she just got pissed and left, which, yeah, I guess that's what happened. But he should have been like, okay, I'm pissed too, I'm gonna leave. You sleep here. Because at the end of the day, you're still together until you set otherwise and you pack your little bags and leave. Yeah. So we learned Liz bought Ed a ring more than a year ago, never gave it to him because, as she says, the time never seemed right. Because of all the breakups. Make this make sense to me, because I've bought a ring for someone before. You, Woo-hoo! you, Gee. and I don't know. There's not usually much time between buying a ring and giving the ring, where things can go sideways. So, like, why did she buy the ring? She must have felt like things are in a good place. I'm gonna propose or do whatever with this ring, but then something happened, and then she's like, "Now I'm gonna hold on to it." It's crazy to me. Or you bought the ring in a time where you actually didn't feel totally certain about the relationship, but you bought it anyways. Well, to be honest, I always feel like, okay, girls get engagement rings and then I'm engaged. We are engaged, right? But it's only visible on me. You don't have a ring. I always feel like guys Mm -hmm. should have a ring too, but it's not a thing. And I feel like me buying you a ring that you may wear for a little bit because you're not going to wear two rings, right? Then it's kind of like a waste of money. I would want probably your input. It's not a thing, but it should be. There should be something, maybe like a little bracelet that's equivalent to the engagement (laughs) ring without taking away from the bride. Like, yes, let's give the ladies the time or the gentleman, whoever is the bride, right? And time to shine. But throughout the year and a half, we were engaged. Everyone's like, oh my God, you're engaged. Congrats. They looked at you. You're like... Oh, how's your girlfriend? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, my fiance, we're engaged. People, there should be something for men. So I get what she did. Or if she wanted to propose, do a little gesture. I Cool, that's not bad at all. But yeah, she bought it and they probably broke up. Yeah. And then she wanted to give it to him. They broke up. And then (laughs) it got better. they, They broke up again. So basically, she didn't have a chance for a year. And if you think about it. I think she should just return the ring. I would say return the ring. But she thinks maybe this is the time. Maybe now this recommitment ceremony, this could be the time. Then we see Asuelu. And again, heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. He's sitting there by himself writing on his note cards. Like he's committed to this. Kalani said, I'm done. I want a divorce. And he's still just sitting there jotting down his thoughts Because he's writing down like, oh, I want to commit to be a better father, co-parent, communication. Well, he knows he fucked up. And I think all he can do now, he wants to be there for the kids. And if being friends with Kalani and being just cordial and friendly and love each other in a different way is a way to do it, I think he will. Also, I think they have, I think they always have more of a friendship. Yeah. Than like a romantic relationship. And again, judging from what we see on TV, I don't know how you could be romantic with Asuelo. I know, but they banged so many times. Look at those kids. At least twice. Yeah, we saw him banging the bed, so. (laughs) Saw him banging the wall, banging the bed. And then we see Small Ed just doing this like (laughs) interview and he's like, he gets emotional. He's like, in my past life, I was someone who was thrown away. And Liz has never given up on me during our 13 breakups. <laughs> I, like, died laughing. It's literally laughing. embarrassing. You should be embarrassed to say that. Yeah, which part? The one that he still lives in his past life regression? No. Or the fact that he broke up with Liz, or they broke up 13, the f- the 13 fact, times. The fact that you've broken up 13 times. 
you should be embarrassed and you should not be in that relationship anymore. It's horrible. He's like, but she's never given up. So I have hope. Yeah. He's putting all of his money on Stockholm syndrome. He's betting big on Stockholm syndrome. And that's why she'll say yes. And they'll end up together. They broke up as many times as Oswalu cheated. More. Oswalu cheated 12 times. True. Said, I'll broke see your up 13 I'll times. I'll see your 12. Yeah. Oh, boy. These couples are not good. Well, then we see Yara and Jovi, and Yara wants to talk to Jovi, and she just, she wants to hear him out. After talking to Petey, she's like, okay, well, tell me, why, why do you text strippers? Why do you go to strip clubs? Do you want to be with them? Do you like them? And Jovi says, no, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I don't want to be with the strippers. It was just for fun. I love you. You're beautiful. And this is where Yara gets very emotional and tells him, she's like, you know, I feel insecure. You know, I hate my body. You know, I'm obsessed with the gym. You know, all this. Yet you still this, you still choose to text the strippers and go and watch them. Why? And I loved it because it's very true. Dude, okay. If there is a bachelor party or something and you go, okay, I get it. Right. Why do you just go? And on top of that, why do you text them? The texting is an issue for me. The going, I'll give him a pass. Again, he's with the guys. It's last resort. We're going to go out for one night. I see no harm, no foul there. If your wife was okay with that, like, let's just think about it for a moment, right? Yeah. Do you really need to go? Why don't you go to a bar? And it's like, I always say that. Guys, I think guys will probably more likely cheat at a bar than at a strip club. 100%. Right? There's, there's very few single women at a strip club. Yes, but you need to trust your man, whether he goes to the strip club or to the bar, right? If you don't, well, that's an issue. But if that's what Yara's issue is, the fact that he goes to a strip club, dude, just go to the bar. Like, you can still hang out with your friends, right? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's different. I, I, get, I don't get it, I guess, but I, okay, okay. There's a sense of adventure to a strip club that doesn't come with the bar. And, and, look. Oh, with like the syphilis scrolling on the walls yeah, or what? a lot of different diseases that you don't normally see. No, there's just this sense of like, this is this is where guys go. It's it's a little bit of like a secret club. This yeah, is, but this is like, oh, single, single guys or... Yeah, like no married guys that are happily married go to the strip club like Joby. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I don't know. If you did, I we would not be having this podcast right now because because I'd be at the strip club. <laughs> well, and I would be elsewhere because I would not be with someone like that. I'll just be honest. I really don't know how often Joby goes. We've seen him go. The last time we saw before this, he was with Yara throwing money on a stripper. Yeah. And now we've seen it one more time. I don't think he's going once a week or twice well, a month. I don't think so either, but I think he goes more than the regular person if or you're, he used to. If you're going more than four times a year, it's probably too much. Yeah, and I think he does. I would say that's the threshold for a married man is like three times. You could probably get away with three times a year. I think if a married man goes to a strip club... There needs to be a reason for it. It has to be a bachelor party. It has yeah. to be a birthday party of a best friend or so. Not best friend. Your wife is your best friend. Of a friend. Like There has to be a reason. If he just goes, that's an you issue. Get, you get one, there's nothing else going on a year. But yeah, the others have to be like, well, my buddy got laid off or it's a bachelor party. Yeah. But you get one like, eh, why not? All right. Okay. Um. Long story short, Jovi says, well, I promise I won't go back unless you're with me. Yes. So, okay. I think this is a good place to take a break. We will tell you how we got our feet so soft. We'll tell you about our other sponsors. And then we'll come back and we'll get ready for the recommitment ceremony. Yes. All right. All right. We'll be back in a second. All right, Teresa. It's time to check back in on the peeling party. How are those feet doing? I thought you would never ask, Jonathan. My feet are Officially smoother than ever, thanks to baby food. And I've decided on my nickname. Oh, boy. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> the Princess of Peel. Uh, first the queen of social media <laughs> and now the Princess of Peel. I see what's going on here. 
But you know what, guys? You can give your feet the royal treatment, too, with this special offer just for you. That's right. Our awesome friends at Babyfoot are giving our listeners 20% off America's number one selling foot peel when you use our promo code M2R at babyfoot.com. That's M, the number two, R. Yes, right now you can save 20% with promo code M2R at babyfoot.com. And we've got some more good news. We've teamed up with Babyfoot to give away free foot peels to three of our lucky listeners. To enter, all you have to do is leave us a review on Apple or wherever you listen to the show. Screenshot the review and messages to us on Instagram at MarryToRealityPod between now and November 15. When you message us, let us know if you want a male or a female foot peel. Yes, it's that easy. Leave a review, screenshot it, and send it to us on Instagram by November 15th. We'll randomly pick three lucky winners to win free product from Babyfoot. Thank you, Babyfoot, for sponsoring this podcast and for allowing us to do this giveaway. Happy peeling, everyone. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready for this? Shall we talk about a little Kalani Kalani visit? Yes. It was quick and sweet. Kalani is getting ready for the ceremony. Obviously not recommitting to Asuelu, but recommitting to herself, to co-parenting, to loving each other as friends. Yeah. And for this, she will choose some fun colors to wear, like orange and pink. I like it. Two colors I don't like, but they look good on her. You're wearing orange right now. Well, because you gave me this shirt. I did buy you that shirt. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And she needs some help writing her note cards. And I just love this scene because I go, uh, Kalini definitely did Kalani's homework. For yeah. her growing, oh, yeah. growing up because Kalini's like, you know, maybe start with some bullet points, bullet points, some topics, then go from there. Like Kalini's the queen of the outline. She has a trapper keeper with highlighters and a whiteout. Like she knows what she's doing. And Kalani's just like, help me, please help me. <laughs> so they put together basically the same list as Azuel did, which is good. Co-parenting, yes. communication, loving each other in a platonic way. Yeah. What else are you going to say? Yeah. Well, then we see... Angela, getting ready. <laughs> this this was like the hotel room before prom because <laughs> all the ladies just come over, Kalani, Yara, and they're just hanging out, like basically pre-gaming the recommitment yeah. ceremony. Yeah, and like, Yara and Angela are now besties. What? I like it. Oh, yeah, I like it too. Let's just take a quick note, right? Ladies get there, including Yara. They all sit down. On okay. the sofa. Okay, this was great. And I was going to point out that you clocked this. So, yes, they're all sitting down on the sofa. There's a bottle of champagne or wine. Yeah. They're all chatting. It was a super supportive moment. Yes. Which was nice to see. Especially for Liz because she comes. She's not dressed. Yes. She brought the dress, but she said, I'm not vibing this. I'm just, like, not feeling this. And, and then Joss says, girl, I have the perfect dress for you that my coochie wasn't in. <laughs> my coochie ain't been on it. So, so everyone migrates to the bedroom. Yes. And while Liz is changing into her dress. Yeah, Kalani sits on the bed. People are getting comfortable. Yeah. Except for Yara. And and yes, Teresa clocked this, so I'll let her explain yeah. what she saw. So Yara's standing and Angela's like, you want to sit down and get comfy? And Yara's like, yeah, I can't really sit in this dress. And Angela, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Dude, you were just sitting. Two minutes ago. She just does not want to sit on the bed that Angela has. Rubbed uh, her coochie on. Yes, basically. Or has uh, internet sex with Michael. Yes. So. Because the inflatable Michael is also that's very true. in the sheets. It's very true. Yeah. So Angela hands Liz the dress. She goes and changes. And then starts to just like give out her hair. To, it was like Oprah, like, you get hair, you get hair. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? I love when Kalani puts on the hair, like, does her best Angela impression. But then Angela's like, no, put this on. And it was like this crimpy, curly, blonde hair. Puts it on Kalani and Yara goes, you look like you fell on a plate of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> she also looked like Cody from Sister Wives. Oh, my gosh, she did. Wow. Liz is ready. She comes out, and all the ladies love it. 
Alice says, thank you, Angela. Like this fits me well. Like I, I struggled with like loving my body, but this looks beautiful. All the ladies support her. It's not a bad dress, so considering it comes out of Angela's closet. Well, yeah, like what is Angela doing with multiple wedding dresses? <laughs> well, <laughs> ready, I don't think it's ready a, for anything. It's not a wedding dress; it's a beach dress. I have a beach dress to it. That white. was more than a beach dress. Oh, it was a beach dress, like a. Like it was a like beach, silk, wasn't it? Silk. Yeah, but it was like a white parted dress. It wasn't a wedding dress. Unless okay. you have like a beach wedding, maybe I guess. Okay. Long story short, it looked. It looked good on Liz, and it suited her. Yeah, yeah, it looked nice. So they head out. It's recommitment time. Yeah, so the guys arrive one by one. <laughs> they all show up in their Sunday best, and then Asuelu just mopes out wearing a bathing suit and a bucket hat. <laughs> yes. And he just immediately starts tanning. He's like, I know how this story ends. Like, I'm just going to sit here and work yeah. on my tan. So all the ladies come in hand in hand, basically, and... Sit down. So it's time to begin. <laughs> so they start with Angela and the iPad. <laughs> and I think Shout Mike, out to her Halloween costume. Shout out to the Halloween costume. Shout out to that iPad, like, draped in a nice white sheet. Like, they really dressed Mike. Oh, my Mike. gosh, that cracked me up. They really dressed Michael up for the occasion. <laughs> and Michael begins. And he says, I promise you, my wife, I'll not lie to you. I'll be honest with you at all times. He basically said a prayer because he ended it with amen. He, he literally just, I think he just Googled like wedding vows because he's like, I'll support you in good times and bad times. So help me God. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> amen. But good for Michael. Yes. And then Angela. This was your classic edit classic cliffhanger they've been teasing this moment all season and she's like i don't know how to write anything down Uh, what i'm gonna say to you comes directly from the heart and she got real too she She got real she said michael i love you with all my heart i love you but here are divorce papers and everyone's like oh and michael oh no this is the end for both of us (laughs) (laughs) she's like these are divorce papers but I'm your wife, and I know we have a long way to go, so I'm going to rip these up. Yes. What cracked me up so much, a little backtrack, the guys came in all dressed up, the ladies all dressed up, and they got there, and Angela's like, where's Michael? And the camera zooms to the iPad. <laughs> Michael's all dressed up in, in his hotel room in Nigeria. Oh, poor Michael. <laughs> My favorite part was Ashley's ripping up the divorce papers. Like, whoosh, whoosh. you just hear Michael, thank you, baby. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, over the tearing sound of the yes. divorce papers. So, long story short, they recommitted. And I really, really want the freaking immigration to give him the freaking green card because yes. I need Michael in Hazelhurst, Georgia. I need to see that. How about when Angela started to kiss the iPad? Oh, yeah, that makeup, makeup sash. Ooh. Not the first time she's finally made out that iPad this trip. Uh, so next. They better, they better sanitize that thing. Yeah, she can take that home. That's consolation. You get an <laughs> iPad. Well, we saw what she did with the iPad later, but let's not skip ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Asuelu and Kalani. So Kalani begins and she commits to being a better friend building a better friendship, learning how to communicate, being more patient. And she wants to be there for him the same way he is for her and, and co-parent the best they can. Yeah, and Aswell also gets real, gets emotional, and he apologizes for all he has done and thank her for all she did for him. This is what made me emotional. Yeah. And like, I'm such a sucker because I know he's the one who fucked up. Yeah. Multiple times, time and time again. But for some reason, like, I still saw... The sadness. Yeah, and he's basically asking her for forgiveness and a new friendship, new beginning. And she gives it to him. She says, yes, I forgive you. We'll be friends. We'll work on that. We'll take care of the kids. Like, all good. Yeah. Next, Jovi and Yara. Jovi. Hold on, hold on. Petey sets oh, it up. Oh, yeah. Petey goes, are you guys ready to recommit? I am. I hope you are, too. And Yara's like, yes. It was very anticlimactic, but what do you expect? Like, we all follow them on social media. We know yeah. my, like, 
they're obviously staying together. Yeah, well, we all knew that. And so they basically promised to be better for each other and for be there for Myla, communicate. And Yara said, I will choose happiness and love over shame and anger, which is good. She mixed in a little Ukrainian. Yeah, I know. I did not understand if, you, if you're asking that. No, no, no. But she peppered in a little Ukrainian. Yeah, she went off the dome. She didn't even write anything down. Yeah, she, that, that was really nice. And Jovi said his piece too. He said he'll be there for her and he loves her and she's beautiful. So that was very, that was, that was nice. No mention of the strip club. He probably should have said like, I commit to not going to the strip he club. He should have. Without you, but no, he did not do that. And then we have small Ed and Liz. Big disappointment, yeah. Um, so, Ed, Ed starts, you go. Ed's like, uh, this is why just when I think you're coming around, Ed, you got a chance. No. He's like, I want you to know how truly lucky you are to f- have found such uh, a beautiful wife. Like, huh? Come on, dude. This is so dumb, especially because you went last and you saw the authenticity and the vulnerability and the realness that everyone else put out there. And you have to come in and it's not even a good joke. It's such a hack joke. It's such a cliche joke. Like it's so bottom of the barrel. You had to do that. Really? It was so dumb. It's like, I don't even know how you recover from that. But he's like, you're one of the kindest, warmest and loving women. Wait, what? One of he literally goes, you're one of the kindest. No, you, even if you're lying, at this point, you're there, you're at the altar, you're, you're the kindest. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're one of. And then he's like, you make me want to strive to be better. It's like, all this shit is like so non-committal. Yeah. So bullshit. But Liz is eating it up. Uh, kind of. Then he gets down on one knee and he proposes again. And Liz says... Well, I'll give you my answer after I speak. And I was like, oh, shit. Give it to him, girlfriend. But it's so true. He was trying to make it about him. He was trying to win the moment. Oh, what can I do? Michael Scott. How do I escalate? Yeah. Improv. I don't have a gun. I have a ring. Don't don't compare Michael Scott to Sybil. At least we love Michael Scott. Take it back. Take it back. But yes, I get what you're saying. But she's like, yeah, can I please speak and then I'll answer? And so she... Goes into her whole spiel of three years ago we met while you were talking to my daughter. I'm like, huh? What a creep. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't know it would lead to falling in love. Is that what you call it? You've taught me to laugh again, huh? More like cry. More like stop laughing. Yeah. Uh, you take really good care of Riley. You connect to her in ways I can't seem to connect to her. Oh, uh, I don't yeah, want to know what that means. Because he's a clown. Uh, yesterday is gone and today is now. Oh, Liz. What? Uh, as long as we continue to communicate and listen to each other and accept that we may not agree, we can see the sun rise from this sunset on. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And she's like, I love you and I will move to Arkansas with you. <laughs> and I have one more thing. Will you marry me? And she whips out that year old drink. <laughs> <laughs> and small that it's like, yes, I will marry you. She, she goes, I truly believe Ed has learned and grown from this. Maybe, but you clearly haven't. Like, how have you not learned that, Ed, if he's done it 13 times, whatever it caused or whatever caused you guys to break up? We'll do it again and well, again and again. 24 hours ago, you were going to break up again. Yeah. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. People. It's ridiculous. But yeah, let's have, you know, everyone recommitted besides, well, Azul and Kalani did too in a different way. Mm-hmm. So let's Molly and party. Kelly. Molly and Kelly did not. Well, I wonder if that's what the seats were for. You'd think like, hey, there's a weak heads up, you know, not to put those seats out. But was there a chance they were going to come back? No. No. I think it was just so. To balance it out because. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But it's uh, let's celebrate with dinner and party for everyone who recommitted. Yeah. Um. It was nice. Small Ed invited everyone to Arkansas for the Arkansas. wedding. Arkansas. For the wedding. Even Jovi. I think the real recommitment was between Small Ed and Jovi. That, that it was the couple that grew the yeah. most from this getaway. Yeah. And then we see everyone starts dancing, drinking. Angela puts the iPad in her coochie. And she, we see we see something we did not want to see. Like Angela from a different angle. 
If you guys didn't watch this episode, well, you can stop right after the recommit. Don't even go to the after party because, yes. I was going to say you have to because seeing Angela. <laughs> slow dance with slow an iPad. with the iPad was everything. I, I think, loved it. I think production blew their whole budget on slow-mo because <laughs> the last three minutes of this episode were just slow motion, like dancing and drinking. It was so random. Especially Angela with the iPad. But yeah, she literally puts the iPad down on the ground and then stands over and lifts her dress up and they showed it to us multiple times. Why? So unnecessary. Why? I'm like, is this going to be me? I hope not. <laughs> but that's how it ended. It yes. Was, it was a pretty good it was season good. finale. I liked it. I got emotional. I liked um, it. But yeah, I hope there's a... Season two. I think there will be. I'm wondering who are the broken couples. I say give me Gino and Jasmine. Yes. Um, I would take like Ari and Benny. Yeah. Mother Janice is popping in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, okay. Somehow get Mike and Natalie back together for it. Ooh, I would love that. That would be amazing. That. Yeah, I don't know who else. Like really no one stays together anymore. Who else? I mean, they're... The, the couples, couples that are together are strong. I was like, going to say, the couples... Uh, Libby yeah. and Andre, the, no one's going to buy it if... No. If they go. Uh, Lauren and Alexi, no, no one's going to buy 59 it. 59 kids. Like, Russ and Pow could go. Yeah, they they, had, they hit some rough patch. Um, Rebecca and Zied. Ooh, I would watch that. Oh, so much work. We have so much work to do. It's like, they could go... Who? Brandon and um, Julia. I think they're good. I think they're good. But I would have said Jovi and Yara are good. I bet you Brandon and Julia have some shit. True. I mean, Johan and Danielle, if Johan wants to go to the U.S. and Danielle loves retreats. That's interesting. I could see that. I, was, I could see him sneaking out of the resort and never coming back. Very true. Yeah. Please, please be a season two. Yeah. This is a great spinoff. Like, Single Life, when Single Life Grey Star screens, we're like, this is fantastic. Yeah. What took us so long? This is another thing. But here's the issue. And I could see it having a sophomore slump because of this. The reason this season was so good is it's because it was so real. Yeah. There was real shit to deal yeah. with. Like the fact that Kalani and Asuelo ended in divorce. This is real as it gets. Yeah. Can you do that again? Is there another couple that would really bear it all or has that level of issue? Yeah. I don't know. That's what it, that's what, it wasn't the fact that they were just, a couple couples at a resort that made it good. It was the fact that there was real issues being yeah. talked Imagine about. Imagine Summit and Jenny. Woo! Summit. Sadna. Falling in love with Petey. Oh. <laughs> leaving Jenny behind. I love Petey this. moving to India. Being on the next Happily oh. Ever After. I or, love this for us. Or the other way. Mm-hmm. Jenny on the single life. What? I love this for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Time will tell. If TLC knows what's good for them, they'll renew this. They'll renew this show. So, all right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this season. For sure. Especially because they're backed by HBO now. So I'm sure <laughs> they're, they have a little bigger budget. You don't think so? Mm, I don't know. But TLC is on HBO now. Sure. So they must be getting something out of it. What's your thought process there? Like, look the way it was shot. Yeah, I think they spent a, a little more money, like White Lotus. So I'm saying, like they they will renew. Maybe they will come up with something even even better, like this, but with a spin on it. Yeah, I think it, I think it had very solid review or yeah, not yeah. reviews ratings. Yeah. So let's see. Time will tell. Until then, thank you guys for listening. We had a blast covering this season. We hope you guys enjoyed watching and listening. Yes. If you guys want even more coverage, while well, we're talking about the other way on Patreon and Supercast. That's patreon.com slash reality, marriedthreality.supercast.com. That's very true. And I know, guys, this was the last episode, but we will be replacing this with Married at First Sight. That's right. Most likely dropping on Thursdays. So let's just be honest. Uh, there might be a week or two where it drops on Friday, but yeah. Yeah, I would say dropping on Thursdays as long as schedules allow. Yes, um, so, so a date later, but still, guys, we who doesn't love maths? 
I'm a, we've caught up now. We're, yep. We've watched the first two episodes and we're loving every minute of it. So looking forward to talking about that. Yes. So that leads me into my next thing, which is follow us on Instagram. We will definitely post when we drop that maths episode, when we plan to drop that maths episode. You can also message us on Instagram. You can see what we dressed up for as Halloween. Yeah. So at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, give us a follow. Also, make sure you're following the podcast. So when we do drop the maths episodes, you'll get them right to your device. Absolutely. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash like it's is hot. Yes, the whole last resort season. The whole season. It was amazing. It delivered. So hot. So hot. Loved every minute of it. Really wasn't one, 12 episodes, not a bad one. Not a bad one. So, yes, smash like it says hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left us a review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for a review. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, not only will we read it on the podcast, you will be entered to win some free baby food. Yes, guys, baby food. John's feet are smooth. My feet are smooth. And we're not lying. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I actually did, could not. I didn't think my foot could get smoother, but it like seems my to feet have, are so smooth. Seems to have gone smooth. I, can, I seriously right cannot wait to wear the booties again. I'm that serious. I know. We gotta look up to see when we can wear them next. I know. Anyways, all right, that is it. Thank you guys again. You guys are the best. Stay tuned for maths. We still got OG ninety. We got the other way. Oh, so many good things to talk yes. about. All right, that is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. Yes, you have. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.